This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Cast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday week. We're Sheffield Wednesday final of a new manager. Um, we knew who it was going to be last week, but it's finally been confirmed. Um, a lot of people have been saying the dreaded words of the season starts now, which I hate. <laughs> um, we've got Watford coming up. Uh, that's about it. We're going to try and get an hour out of this. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I'm sure we can talk about being pissed on the weekend to fill some time. Uh, I'm joined by Stevie, Holly and John. For this foyage into Danny Roll. <laughs> so Stevie, well. you, you, you were the most excited about it. Um, how are you feeling now? The dust settled. Um, I feel positive. Do you know what? I, I think I was. I was at the lot of us. I was the one that the. I, I think I felt happiest because of the potential that was there, and the reason that I had a, a load of sort of positivity around it was. I was looking at it being a departure from that tried and trusted trope of going after the merry-go-round man- managers that have taken us so far and not necessarily got, on, got us anywhere. And we've been down wormholes with that before with Tony Pulis in the past. We've got people that are, you know, in, in Gary Monk that are very similar of ilk of those sort of uh, managers. And I just thought that it was a little bit of a left-field punt. And when I was sort of when I heard it in the first place in the you know in the earliest sort of when the rumors first started flying about it just gave me hope that you know we were possibly looking at somebody from a a different kind of profile to the to the ones that we'd previously been looking at under under chance area and you know I think the reason that I was probably the most excited was um I was looking at what was happening to other teams like Ipswich with Kieran McKenna, um, the lad who's gone in at Leicester uh, from Man City, uh, the job that Michael Carrick did last year. And whilst it's not a, it's not an exact science and it's not a, a like for like sort of appointment, it's very much from that sort of cut from that sort of cloth rather than going for the the, the Warnock, which by the way was probably one of the worst shouts I've, I've ever heard in my life. Um, it's it's a departure. It's a risk. It's something that's um, going to be a little bit different, but it's something to be excited about. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what kind of style he's going to bring. But what we do know is what we've done is appointed a manager who is very well connected, held in very high regard, 
Um, and I think I've said this privately, if you look at him on profile, what have we done this this last week? We've courted and appointed a manager who's coached in the Premier League um, and at the age of 34 has worked with Bayern Munich, RB Leipzig, Southampton and the German national team. In terms of pedigree, I don't think it's going to get much better than that. No, I think you're completely right uh, on the terms of the pedigree side of things. I was thinking about it the other day and I think the reason we probably didn't get him in the summer is because the Euros was in Germany next next year. And if you're a German and you're on the you're on the German coaching team, you, you probably fancy that, wouldn't you? A home a home tournament in the Euros, part, being part of that. I mean, we've got kind of lucky, but he's lost his job at Germany and Cisco is shit. So it's kind of like all like <laughs> aligned aligned well, itself, really. I think the, the 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 important thing about it is it's it's very easy. So the, the the easiest thing to do is to go in and say, well. We talked to him in the summer, but then we went to Chisco. But the bottom line is nobody will know what happened in the summer and nobody will know what it would have taken for him to be released from a, the German national team if that's what it needed to be in terms of compensation or things like that. Yeah, you're right. There was a, a major tournament next summer to look, look forward to, but I don't think any of us know the circumstances really around, you know, what would it have taken for this guy to come in? And let's be right. If he had interviewed him in the summer and decided he was going to go with Chisco, there'll be mitigating circumstances around that that are probably financial. Um, and Chancery probably would have, probably, he may very well have just gone, look, stuff it, I'm going to go for a cheaper option. Maybe this appointment is a sign, signal of intent from uh, from Dapon Chancery to say, look, cutting corners ain't working. I don't want us to go down. Um maybe people are right after all and we start need to start building for the future and let's start looking at what we can do for, you know, a long-term three to five-year plan under this manager. Well, that is it. Um, what's that saying where you can, like, something can take years to build and you can destroy it in a day or something? It's like a phrase. Because um, this, this, this was me with Transiri. I was pro Transiri all the way up until that statement the other week before the Sunderland game. And it, it, for me, it's proper... The morale's completely gone, drained out of me uh, from the... In the German you were the last one with any morale left. <laughs> <laughs> the white, the white flag went up. I appreciate his millions and that sort of shit. And then after that, it was like, right, you've really fucked me off because in, in the space of three months, you've gone from getting rid of Darren Moore. You've released three statements about Darren Moore. You released a statement about Chisco. You did a bloody press conference about Kyle and Palmer. You said in the press conference, but you've had better CVs, which is probably Danny Bulls, than the guy sat next to me. And I've, and I've hired him, and then he, then he loses ten. Well, he loses eight games and draws two. I mean, fucking hell! Like you've done a, he's done a really good go at really hammering the <laughs> hammering the fans, um, testing the fans' patience this season. I tell you, I think it's um, like what they do with elephants, you know, abroad yeah. when they try and beat them down so that they, <laughs> they do whatever they say. That's what they're doing with us. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck, like it's like yeah, I'm 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 completely done with the bloke at the moment. But if this is a, if this is a, <laughs> him going right, I am changing now. And because on paper it's a really sensible, forward-thinking, outside the box. You know I mean, in in like, initiative. Uh, what's the word, Steve? You can't say it. Sounds like initiative, but it's not. <laughs> like really, yeah, that's Intuitive. it. Yeah. Um, um, appointment, isn't it? Like so, on paper it all looks good, but for me, if 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 he's not changed at the top, it's not going to work out. That's just mine. But there has to there, there there has to come a point where, and I know the the popular the general consensus, the popular thing to do is to is to just go after the chance series again and again and again and say he's never going to learn. You know, he's been here for this long and this keeps happening and that keeps happening. He will, he, with the statements that he's made, he must have been going through some stuff, internalizing what yeah. he's saying and what he's doing. And he must understand, even though he'll not admit it, he must understand that or believe that he's, he's said things that are erroneous and he's done things that are, he's, he's probably gone away from these statements and gone, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that. And it was quite impulsive. Um, and I know people will always talk about the it was lost in translation, and I don't necessarily think that that's always the case. I think it's probably an element in terms of what he said in the past that might have led to that. And I'm not for a second defending the bloke because I think the, the, the guy's an absolute loon at times with some of the things that he's done and said. But I do genuinely believe that he will have walked away from certain situations 
for example, saying, I'm pulling the plug, I'm putting any finance into this, um, and gone, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have done that, you know, maybe with cooler heads prevailing, um, I might have been able to, um, to, to, to sort of balance things out a little bit. But for, for, for me, has he now sort of gone away and gone, what is it that what is it going to be? What am I going to have to do? What's it going to take to get the fan base back on board to get that feeling of positivity around the club? Because you you know Blair, you're the one that says it as much as anybody else. It'd be an absolute disaster for the bloke financially if we went down. So he's got to do all he can to try and keep us in the league. And if, if that means that he has to find a way to sort of keep face, if you like, then he's going to have to do it. I think Danny sounds Danny Roll sounds very very um sensible of the things he says and surely he must sit in an interview like well i've seen like the statements you've been putting out recently like he needs some reassurance surely he's not he's not going to just walk into a fire pit um john what do you think on the appointment first before going into the other ship yeah i think i said it on uh, on a recent pod it, it, it is a very very much a different sort of direction from chance here it feels like a project manager where it's actually in terms of chance here is uh, you know mock say so it's, it's almost like a long term plan isn't it because if you get a, a, a manager in like danny danny Royal, um then i think it's got to be even if he's looking at us even if we can't manage to stay up and you do one step backwards to take two steps forward he, he he might be thinking beyond you know he might, the big the bigger picture sort of thing but hopefully he's gonna have a bigger impact than that and keep us up because we, we really can't be doing going back to league one just you know as a businessman he's going to realize he's going to lose seven million a year in tv revenue alone um and, and it'd be just disaster to go back to that league so it, it's a surprising appointment but it's an intriguing one at the same time it's like what what can this guy done he's 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 been around some of the best coaches in the world, like Hansi Flick, and you know, um, and being with the German national side, what well, well, the side that they were. But the one thing with the Germans is, you know, they'll always come back. They're never, they're never going to be, you know, average for for too long. They've, they've ripped the side up and rebuilt it time and time again over the years. So he's been around some world class coaches. He's got to have picked up some, you know, some some good knowledge and and, and, and things from that. So. Um, and like you were saying, Blair, I don't think he's coming into, you know, this this situation not being have some level of backing from Jancy, despite what he said. Because how could you attract somebody like that if you're just going to say, "But you've just got to work with this lot, and that's all you're getting." I'd, I think that would be quite naive of of Royal to take it in that circumstance. So I I think it's just one of Jancy's spats, and I don't think it's always going to be hundred percent followed through. So I do think he'll get some sort of backing, but you know, maybe if it's just a couple of loans in January or whatever, maybe. So, but it's an intriguing appointment, and I can't wait to see how we set up. I can't wait to see what formations he's going to play, what players he's going to play. We've seen videos on YouTube. Um, so, well, when is his Twitter account X, whatever you want to call it, um, of Martin meeting the players and. Marvin Johnson uh, was evidently there. You could see, you could see that. So um, yeah, everyone's getting a clean slate. I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how we, uh, how we set up on Saturday at Watford. Well, actually, two things about this appointment. Firstly, it was my birthday this weekend. <laughs> if only you'd said. <laughs> um, but I've reached that point in my Wednesday supporting career now where the manager is actually younger than me and this is really upsetting <laughs> that's never happened before has that happened to you stevie is there someone in between no no it's never happened one? it's never happened it's not even now He's, i'm still younger <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> it's very much upset me as this but maybe i mean maybe marv's gonna miss out again he might sign himself as that last player <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he is actually the um we've now got the youngest manager in the football league haven't we across all divisions he's the youngest yeah. manager well so that, that's another first i, it, I purposely haven't looked him up you all keep saying he sounds good on paper but i feel like i can't be disappointed i i've 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 fully gone all in on this I'm, <laughs> I've, I've got excited but i haven't looked him up so i just i'm just gonna just just gonna let it take a hold and see what happens it can't be worse 
it just cannot be worse. It can't be worse. My favourite quote. Oh, sorry, Blair, go on. I was going to say, my favourite quote of what he said over the weekend was he's going to get four German coaches in, and then one experienced English bloke to come in, an English coach as well, on part of his staff. So like, everything he's saying just sounds very sensible and very, like, very German, you know, to, to stereotype a bit. But People keep saying, oh, we want somebody who's used to winning or whatever. And I feel like you sort of need someone who's used to losing so that they know what to do in that situation. If you bring someone in who's only ever won and then, and then they turn up at this shit show that we've got at the moment <laughs> where we haven't even won a game, you need someone who knows how to lift a, the players up and scrape them off the floor. So, yes, I mean, it was at Southampton when they were pretty shit, weren't they? So, I suppose <laughs> he, might, he might bring some to the table with that regard. You just don't know. I mean, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, Holly, if you listen the the bits I've heard from Southampton, he's gone in there, and they were shit before he went in, and then he's lifted them, and then he left, and then they were shit again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, if you listen <laughs> yeah. to if you listen to the Southampton fans, uh, the the majority of them will, will say that their upswing under Ralph Hassenhutl was when he came in and did his bits, and and then he struggled once uh, Danny Rule had left. But the thing, the thing I'm excited about is, as we've said, going back to the chancery and the the finance of it all. It doesn't. He has to have been paying him. He's, he's got to have paid him something. He's got to have been putting out some money to attract a player. Sorry, a manager of this sort of ilk with this sort of profile. Okay, he's relatively inexperienced. I was going to say he's not been a manager before. It's a gamble on both sides, but you're going in with a profile of person that is managed at that level. And the last job that he had less than a month ago or, or, or less than two months ago was managing the national team. And I know that Germany have had a bit of a dip recently. Um, but, you know, that, that that will only ever be a temporary thing. Um, the, he, he's attracted... Um, one of his coaches has come in today, hasn't he? And this this afternoon has, has been on the YouTube channel, on the Wednesday YouTube channel. I think his name's Sasha Lenz. Um he was under Ralph Rangnick at Man United. You know, he's been at he's been at Leipzig. Yeah, we're attracting profile of manager and, and coaching staff now that have done things and uh, have turned heads. And Ow. I think <laughs> this is it. Yeah, I, think, I think I think I think as much as anything else, I think the reality so probably is. I think say. I think the reality probably is that Danny Rules looked at it and gone. This is an opportunity for me to go in and test the water and see where I am. And he's probably as excited about the the the, the prospect as as we are of him because he can go in there and you know sort of carve a carve a carve a career for himself and carve a name for himself at a relatively low stakes sort of situation, isn't it? Yeah, um, but I, like I'm completely sold on it. Don't worry, I'm not going to pick at the scab. I'm I'm sold on it. But what does a sports psychologist that's been at Man U, is that a transferable skill to come into Wednesday, which is completely off the scale different to what it's like at Man U or Leipzig or wherever he's been? Like, Yeah, I get what, that. But, what's he going to I get that, but am I right in thinking that these are guys that were involved at, at ground, ground floor level or whatever the term is when Leipzig were there and then all of a sudden started going like that under yeah, they, built it. they built it up. yeah they built it from scratch so these are guys that have done it before you know these are guys that have been at clubs that haven't necessarily been established and then established um so 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 to that end i i i'm all right with it i get the man united thing but if somebody said to me right you can have somebody who's been at man united or you can have somebody who's gone Round that merry-go-round, Tony Pulis type, and I'm not. I know we're not. We're not talking about the manager. We're talking about people underneath. We've batted about from low-level Championship team, one, two, three, four, five of them, and then we're going to take him on. And what's the best that they can hope for is somebody potentially going from 17th in the league to 14th in the league over the the course of four or five years, or we can get somebody who has that, Kieran McKenna, uh, Michael Carrick. Guy at Leicester, other people that have come in and done bits. It's it's a gamble. It's a huge gamble, but it's an exciting one, and it's one that I think has got legs, and I think it's one that we can potentially get behind and say, look, if this works, it's going to be 
blooming incredible. And if it doesn't work this season, we've got somebody with, you know, form and experience of working and coaching players out of academies and we can build in League One if needs be. It's almost it's almost progression thinking or forward thinking in terms of what we're doing here. And I'm okay with that. Okay, you've convinced me. <laughs> yeah, no, also don't wait wait to sort of piggyback off that as well, Steve. It's like you mentioned before, you got your managers who could come in and you know, like we, you mentioned Pulis, I know we mentioned Warnock, but those guys have got, there's no risk factor for them to take a job and fail because they've, they've been in the game that long. It's just a wage to them now. It's just a contract. It doesn't matter. This guy's starting out with his first job, obviously believes in himself. He's got quite a lot of, um, uh, there's a German uh, news reporter that came on Radio Sheffield and says he's really excited to see what he could do at Wednesday. So he's quite highly thought of in the game. So he's taking a risk as much as us taking taking him on because he, you know, if he's if he can't, you know, get us going or whatever, then it's he, damaging his CV. So he obviously believes that he can uh, he can do that, and us taking him on, although it's a gamble, could prove to be a great starting step for him to lift us, raise his own profile in the process. Uh, young manager as well, only thirty three, thirty four as well. So um, yeah, I think uh, it, it's going to be intriguing to see how it works really yeah chan siri must think that he's going to be good because he hasn't put him on his darren moore one month rolling contract to put him on a no. little, well, little yeah. longer good one point. so he must yeah. he must think someone that's going to want to nick him yeah, it's a full-on it's a full-on like 180 to what happened in the summer it's just but darren moore's yeah. fuming like, <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what though i'll tell you i can honestly say Oh, tell me. I can honestly say, <laughs> tell us. Danny Rule, Danny Rule has got me over Darren Moore. Oh. <laughs> got you over. You got your, you got your new attractive bird. I'm done. I'm done. I've You've moved won on. The You've won the break. <laughs> if we on. lose three games in a row, it'll, it'll be messaging in group. Darren Moore, come back. <laughs> you never know what you used to have. You never. You never <laughs> <laughs> I think before we, the last thing I'm going to say on on Danny Roll, um, I keep calling him Danny, but I'm not. I don't even know him. So I'm first. I'm on first name terms. Here. I'm going to go uh, with Ruley from now on. Yeah, Ruley. Will Netless. Um, <laughs> I don't. I think I don't think we're going to see a, a massive like. I don't think we're going to see like a Gagan press. You know, a German style of football straight away. I think we're going to go proper four four two and just sensible. Um, just to get some results under his, under his belts and just I, square pegs, square holes, whatever you want I, to call it. I, I tweeted exactly the same thing this week. This weekend, I, I listened to that press conference and I loved it because when people were asking about what sort of style he's going to play and what formation he's going to set up with and who's going to play where and what what what, he literally went, "I'm not going to set up with a, a specific formation. I'm going to play." Square pegs in square holes. Um, if, if it's going to be a... If, I think we'll probably play a three at the back on Saturday because he's looked at everything that we've done this week, uh, this season um, and he's seen, right, this is this is the best and most fluid that we've looked. Um, let's be right, under Tomo with the old guard in, it was, was probably as well as we've played this season for, for over the duration of a 90-minute sort of spell. Um, so I can very well see him saying, look, I don't want to change too much because he's made... Loads of noise about the fact that he's looked at every game that we've played, and that must have been torture um, <laughs> this season. That that, oh, God, yeah. Um, so I, I can very well see him saying, "Right, I'm going to stick with a three at the back with two wing backs, and we're going to we're going to get those people that we can trust that are going to play, and let's get some footing and let's get to know the players." Because even though it will have been what seven, eight days by the time we next play, I know we got announced, but there, there'll have been rumours and so forth. Um, for Saturday, I think he's going to be, I'll, I'll say it, he's going to be pragmatic. He's going to set up. I won't expect too much to change in terms of the personnel. Oh, no. Um, I'd, 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 I'd like to think he's I'd like to think he's going to potentially, and I'm, I've never been one for clamouring for this, potentially look at getting um, Kadamatri some minutes or Pooty some minutes if and when it suits. But I think the, 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 the main setup is going to be, right, we're going to play that tried and trusted three at the back 
or if it becomes a four, it's a four, but it's going to be people that we know and we're familiar with. Um, we're going to get that solid midfield and we're going to get somebody, hopefully, fingers crossed, the one thing I do hope is that we're going to have two up top with somebody working off either Smith or Gregory. Mm. I'm interested yeah. to see... I'm interested to see what he does with the goalkeeper. That 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 that'll be an interesting. Yeah, one. that is that is interesting. And it's welcome to the championship. He's gonna get five training sessions in this week. Then he's got Watford. And then he's got Plymouth. And then Rotherham in place of eight days. So he's he's not gonna get any more training sessions in. Then it's just recovery days after that. Yeah. So it's it's good. It's not gonna be a so it's gonna be a slow process before we actually see his style. It might be till not until January before we even see anything. Uh, well, he yeah. went and he went and watched. Uh, Young'uns played in it the other day, so we'll have seen what Kadamatri is like and stuff, won't he? Probably, probably didn't have an house. Probably just thought, fuck it, I'm staying in the stadium for a bit. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, no, it's a good point about the youth, though, because, the, again, the, the, the German um, football is big on youth as well, isn't it? I mean, look at some of the players that have come out of, like, Dortmund, you know, like your Mario Goetzes and that way, you know, a few, well, quite a few years back now, but lot, lots of good youth promotion coming through the side. So I'm... I'm pretty sure that one of his backroom staff that he'll bring in will be helping out in that department and looking at the youth and reporting to, 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 to Danny and he'll be having a look like Holly said he's already watched one of the games I think it was the Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We all know away days are mint. But there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Under-21's derby, wasn't it? Um, so, yeah, Cadamart has got to be knocking on the door, hasn't he? He's, he's been absolutely on fire for, for the under-21s again. Ten, um, ten goals. Yeah, after coming back from injury, because that injury slowed him down a bit. He came back after that and he was a little bit, naturally, you know, a bit um, rusty. But he's banging him in again, isn't he, now? And uh, he's at that age now. He put, looks like he's put a bit of size on, as does um, the goalkeeper, Pierce Charles. I saw him on a, the YouTube clip the other day. He looks like he's grown a little bit more as well. I th- I was, to me, I thought it was a little bit on the short side, but not anymore. After what I've seen lately, he looks like he's a big, strong lad as well. So, um, yeah, um, and Pute. Pooty's lightning quick. If you've ever seen any footage of him, guys, he's absolutely rapid. Um, but obviously, you're not, you want an end product as well. So that's another interesting thing. What, what, what having da- Danny Rule come in is, um, will we see a bit more emphasis on you? Will they get a bit more? Will we see a few more of them on the bench? Will we see him make a debut? Um, yeah, it's interesting times for sure. Did anyone think... see that? Oh, go on. No, you go, you go, you go. Uh, this would just relate into that match that he went to see. Did anyone see that tackle that everyone yeah, like, was sharing? Like Brennan. <laughs> yeah, Kieran Brennan. Oh, yeah, now he's never been first team training today. <laughs> As yeah. he's coming in, it's like it's either going to be a really bad tackle or it's going to be the best thing ever. And it was the best thing ever. <laughs> Proper Steel City Derby tackle. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> sent, off it sent, sent off it in Premier League, that. <laughs> 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 VAR have a look at it in slow motion and, and deem it deem it uncontrolled. I thought it was excellent. Oh, I did. I loved it. Well, he's, he had him in first team training today, so the shows, but he impressed him. He's always been good, don't he, Brennan? Every time he's played, really, I've never really been calling his head, calling for his head. Yeah, he's not been yeah. amazing. He, he, he's always he, been he, solid. He didn't. He didn't blow me away from what I saw pre-season. If I'm honest with you, um, I don't agree, and I haven't yeah, agreed with him. Pre-season, right? Pre-season off. Well, <laughs> right? Listen, and, and, and I, did, I, I didn't, I didn't agree with much that Chan, uh, that Chisco did over the summer, but I, I wasn't upset at not seeing Brennan. Um, fair, fair, fair dues. He's got a, a clean slate and a level playing field now. Um, he will, it, it will have been an absolute renaissance if that guy gets back in the first team setup. Um, and I think, if am I right in thinking that he's too old? I'll stand corrected. Is he too old to be classed as a youth player now? Uh, which means that 
we'd have to we, i think he's about 23 24 i i'll stand corrected i think we'd have to register him to be involved before january uh, which means that marv wouldn't play oh, marv, that, no. <laughs> I, I might be wrong but i think that's what, the case. If, what if the new guy what if danny roll in avenue then then what then what do we do well, he's got him back in off. training, so he can only show what he can do. You'll have to see what he can do. It would be it would be quite funny if he, if he didn't get a game. Well, after all, kicking off that we did. <laughs> yeah, uh, all, all the martyring and the stuff, making him turn him into a martyr and stuff, and then new guy comes with that actually, he's shit. <laughs> free Marv. <laughs> yeah, free him, release from his contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll get one game and it'll be absolutely crap, and everyone will be like, "Get him off!" <laughs> I never wanted him back in the first place. <laughs> Players are always better when they're not playing, aren't they? If you think they should be playing and they're not, they all of a sudden they become better than what you remember, aren't they? So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll have to see with that one. I mean, the the admin made a massive point of showing him, didn't they, today? Like, yeah, and his little oh, smug yeah. smile. Yeah, yeah. does yeah. back at work, lads. It's happy to be back at work. <laughs> little glint come out. It's been horrible being paid thousands of pounds every week to go on holiday. It's been absolutely terrible. <laughs> My heart's bled for him. My heart's bled for him. Right, we've done 28 minutes on, <laughs> on Danny Roll. Even um, Watford, we're not going to get half an hour at Watford. I'm saying, I'm saying you now. Hopefully, Steve's got some of any other business <laughs> to pad his heart. <laughs> So Watford, we've got Watford, we can talk a bit about Plymouth, but we are going to talk about them more next week. But So Stevie, Watford, would you would you be happy with a nil-nil or would you, do you think, you think we need the, the new manager three points bounce as a must? Um, I, think, I think it's a much more attractive and hopeful proposition going to Watford based on their sort of inconsistencies um with a new manager in and the manager having seven days and you know the ups the the, the upswing in performance when we played against Huddersfield. Um I'm more optimistic now than I was maybe 10 days ago, uh, as daft as that sounds. Um I think there's a, a, a real opportunity for us to um to to go down there and get something out of the game. I think I'd I'd, I'd be happy with a point I would, um, and I think it, it's a good opportunity based on new guy coming in. Um, but I think the, one of the most important things coming out of this this weekend is that we we see something a little bit different. We see some sort of dynamism within the team. He's come out and he's made noises in press conferences about us being playing on the front foot, about going forwards, about playing with, you know freely without any sort of fear. Um, I, I want to see that. Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday. It won't be wholesale change. I've said that. It won't be a massive departure from what we've had previously. I've said that. Um, but if we've got a little bit more optimism in terms of taking the, the 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 breaks off a little bit and you know taking more shots on goal and playing more dynamically, yeah, and and you know getting to a point where we're we're playing on the front foot a little bit, what will be will be. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm taking Molly. Oh, you're going? You're yeah. Lastminute.com. I've, I've, I've managed to scrimp and scratch and, and sort myself a ticket out. So I'm taking Molly down to, we're getting, we're getting on the train, all being well on Saturday. Um, we're going to pitch up in uh, a hotel for the night and then we're going to go and see Chelsea women on, on, on Sunday. Oh, nice one. You do take Molly to some glamorous places. <laughs> she, she gets everything she deserves. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just checked the table, and Watford are actually a bit worse than I thought they were. I mean, yeah, they're still obviously seven points. Well, not shit as us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought they were. I, I thought they were a bit higher than that. It's a, big, it's, a it's a really big week, really, with Watford, Plymouth, Rotherham. Like you would say, the winnable games, but we're absolute cack at the moment. So I mean, any other team would think they're winnable games. Yeah, I think Plymouth will be one of them ones that'll be a bit like salt in the wounds because we've been promoted with them and I feel like they're going to show us up for being worse than them. So I'm not looking forward to that one. And to be fair, if Watford are rubbish, 
it's my second or third birthday of the year on Saturday, <laughs> so I'm not going. And if I've watched all that crap all season and then they win when I'm not there, I'm going to be really upset. So what's that about? It's surprising to see Watford down there, but I guess all the all the chopping and changing over the years is going to catch up with you eventually. Watford, they have like a manager every year, don't they? They, they sold was it Joe Pedro? I think they sold him as well. He was like the main man, wasn't it? So it's just quite surprising to see him down there. But as far as us going down there, I think we, you know, I think we're just going to. We like seven. I'm gonna see a lot of changes. Just play your best players in the best positions. I think that's what I expect Real to do, um, and try and just build off that what Tomo did, and in, in, in keeping a solid foundation and trying to trying to come away with something. And uh, obviously, you know, we've had issues scoring, but I, I I agree. I would be okay with well, no, actually, be quite happy with a point at Watford, and then try and target the Rotherham game for your first win, which is always. You know, a little bit tricky with, with being a a local uh, local rival, and they, they have a tendency to have a decent record yeah, at Hillsborough. But they do tend to do well, don't they, Hillsborough? But um, mm. I think that's the game you're looking to target for your for your first win, hopefully. And once we get that first win, there's be a lot of pressure off. And I don't know, Windass and Bannon's still not going to be available for Watford. Are they still injured? I think they were not, not familiar. Been come out, not we were a bit cagey, weren't they? Reports on it. In, in, in fairness, it were like you know, if they both were selected on Saturday, I don't think anyone would be shocked. But if they are still genuinely injured, we'll have to wait and see. But getting those two back could help, wouldn't it? Especially Windass because he's probably the best goal threat we've got, isn't he? From uh, well, him and Bannon maybe from set. Yeah, I think Windass down the middle will be, will be how it happens by the end of the season. I think they must have been yeah. injured, otherwise. Tom, I would have played him, I think, last week. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that's times scales for being back, you know, especially with the international break up, you know, I'm, you know, they might come back in time for Watford, but or certainly for Rotherham, but they'll be key key players to come back for us, won't they? And that'll help us in the quest for the first win, which we desperately need, don't we? But yeah, I think we'll keep it pretty basic. Uh, yeah, and stick with the formation that you've had success with. So I agree, going back to the three at the back, go back to the three at the back, like. We were solid with that, weren't we, in League One, come uh, all the way to promotion. So, and Deshaun Bernard's been playing well, I thought as well. I think he's going to be one of the first names on the team sheet for Saturday as well. What do you guys think? Uh, long flight home though from Jamaica. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what their schedule's like. Is, it, is, he, is he playing again midweek? I don't know. No, he, he played. He played last night. They played on Friday night. I think it was either Friday or Saturday night. And then he played again last night. They've won three two against Haiti. Um, they've gone fourteen games. I think it is. It is in, in joking aside. It is, it is at, that, <laughs> at, at that level. They've gone. You know, they're they're undefeated in fourteen in the Concacaf. You know, and he played the first game he played with Hector. Um, he got another 90 last night. I think uh, Hector was on the bench. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I would, I would knowing, hearing what I've heard of uh, uh, the new manager, um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's had a look at how Jamaica have played and said, look, let's let's see how this guy is and let's manage him. I think he's going to go out and he's going to play the best play the best team that he possibly can. Um if that means that, you know, we bring Bannon back in, which I believe Bannon may be closer than Windass, I'll stand corrected, but um it wouldn't surprise me to see Bannon in there um on 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 Saturday. Um I think you'll see all of them down there. I think everybody will be in and around it. Um it was interesting to see today in that YouTube clip that they've released, it was only about 45 seconds, but he's gone round and he's high five, shook hands, etc., with every single player as they've walked in. And then they've made a point of going into a performance room, haven't they, with a projector on the wall. And I'm not saying that this doesn't happen, but we don't see that side of Sheffield Wednesday behind the scenes, do we? Where he's got a, a presentation that he's gone up, that he's put up, which is very pep, Man City, Company BL, at Burnley. BL did it famously, didn't he? Yeah, you know those, those sorts of things where he's going, he's going to get in, and the first his first address to the the the, the, the team has been right. This is what our philosophy is, um, and you'll forgive me. I, I can't remember what the title was on that first slide, but it was about a mentality and a you know a psychological thing about 
winning performance and you know momentum um and i think he's a lot of the stuff that they're going to do is 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 going to tap into that he's he's younger than the people that we've we've, we've seen previously um as we've said previously tonight he's he's, he's going to be keen to to make an impression and i think there's with that ilk of coach slash manager there's a definite sort of shift from you know and the 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 right let's give people a bollocking and let's get people up, up for going in there all hell for leather blood and guts to a you know it's, it's very much a thinking person's game nowadays and i think he's going to be keen to prove that that's how he sets up in terms of his philosophy and um the the the, the way that he wants to organize things he wants to get out this team thinking and you can insert your own joke there when you look, you name some of the players that we're going to be talking about. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm genuinely excited. I'm genuinely looking forward to the changes and the, the tweaks that he can. The, you've got to be at this stage. You've got to be because yeah. you know we can talk about what differences we're going to make in terms of formations and 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 what we can do. And the the, the reality is, the only tweaks that we can possibly make are. Bringing in Kadamatri, Puti, and any uh, Gasama, he's not registered. Uh, Marvin Johnson, he can come in. If not Marvin Johnson, somebody else. But you know it's going to be Marv. But anything else that we change cosmetically in terms of the playing team that we've got now, as it stands on the 16th of October, it's going to be two and a half, three months before we can change anything. Before he can change anything in terms of what he wants to do, because we're yeah. stuck with the squad that we've got. So it's got to be those fine little tweaks. Um, and that will come with working with, dare I say it, your Ashley Fletchers, your Jeff Hendricks, your uh, your, your DRBs, those sort of players that we've not been sold on. I'm interested to see what he does with those players. And it'd be interesting to see if any of those loan players go back in January to create a little bit more space within the squad. Because we haven't got players signed on short-term loans, have we? I don't believe. Everybody that we've got is signed for the season. So if we want to make big tweaks in January, somebody's got to go. Yeah, it's um, it's very interesting. It's actually, um, I'm looking forward to actually seeing what, what it's going to be like. Well, um, the um, sorry. oh, go on, go on, no, go they on. asked him about um, because some of our players are older than him. Um, I I don't really listen to manager interviews. Darren Moore, I loved him, but when I listened to his interviews, <laughs> I feel like it was it painful. It would try and. <laughs> It was trying to just say things that sounded better than they actually were, and I didn't like it. So I didn't listen, and I just loved him for what he is. I definitely didn't listen to him. <laughs> a, bit, a, a, a bit like me on this podcast. <laughs> a bit like all of us on this podcast, yes. <laughs> um, um, but I've seen a couple of uh, Ruli's interviews, and he um, they asked him about players that are older than him, and he mentioned, I mean, the German team's, I know you've mentioned that they're younger, but there's a lot of them that are very much older. And he mentioned he's already worked with loads of players that are older than him. So he speaks really confidently about player relationships rather than it being like, like you said, Stevie, it's not just an old guy yelling in your face, shouting at you and telling you to be blood and guts. It's a a different type of manager. So it it is interesting. We'll see. (laughs) It's funny, he he dropped those names and it's like the the, the two players that you left. Manuel, Manuel Neuer Lewandowski. and Lewandowski. Oh, and I'm yeah, looking at him thinking, <laughs> he's, he's traded them to him for Cameron Dawson and <laughs> Michael Lee, Smith. Lee, Lee, Lee. Yeah. 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 Basically, that, is guy, that is a guy who backs himself. That is a guy who backs <laughs> I don't think our squad's that shit. Um, it's not as bad as, it, as we've seen it. Um, isn't it? I tell you what, if yeah, you can get Steve, Fletcher's Steve, story, Steve, you'll make a believe Cooper that took over Watford, not Watford, Forest. I'm not saying this will happen. I'm just saying how, how long time we've got left in the season. Steve Cooper took over bottom of the table, Nottingham Forest, on the 21st of September. And they, they, they managed to get sixth place because there was that much football left to play in the season. Yeah, so, and last time we had a manager that said, put square pegs in square holes and blah, 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 were Dave Jones and we got promoted, so... I'm on board with it. Well, that's it. That's <laughs> Mike Jones is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Jones, bloody hell! <laughs> of all the players, <laughs> I know. Well, because Megson signed him that that summer, never, never, never played him, did he? And then yeah. Dave Jones put him on wing straight away. I remember it vividly, mate. Remember it vividly. <laughs> right. Um, 
that's 42 minutes. I can't, I can't get any more out of this. <laughs> Have you got any other business? Uh, we've lost a COO today. Oh, yeah. This week, recently. Um, well, Steve, you're not I am not mates with him. Never had a conversation with <laughs> both to be fair. Um, but I think it, it would be remiss of us not to mention um, Liam Dooley uh, moving on. Um, obviously, Ash is part of the engagement panel and has had dealings with him much more closely than any of the rest of us have. Uh, and you know what Ash is like. He can be a grumpy so-and-so at times, but there's nothing but positive things to say about the bloke. Um, really nice guy. It was a, a Wednesday night at heart. You know, this was something that he, I won't say fell into, but has managed to get himself into a position where he's worked at a relatively high level at the club that he's supported. And, you know, as, as for everything that I've heard was had a lot of very progressive and forward thinking ideas in terms of how to structure the club going forwards and how to make a difference in terms of the things that we needed to do off the field. Um, and I do think it would be, we, we, we have to acknowledge that, trying to say this without saying it, he's, he's, he's worked at times with one hand tied, tied behind his back to a, to an extent from what, what we've been told. And I think it will be a hole, you know, it'll be a loss. And I know some people might disagree with that, but, you know, we're losing a bloke that's was, was very forward thinking in terms of the things that he wanted to do. Um, and I, I, I understand that there might have been times where he might have been met with a little bit of resistance off the field um, and took things as far as he could without taking it as far as he wanted to. Um, and I, I, I just genuinely believe that based on the things that I've heard and seen and the, the, the comments and feedback that have, have come out that, you know, it's, it's our, our loss is going to be Shrewsbury's game. Yeah, I think we've... Um... Certainly, under the chance area, we've seen probably the biggest turnover of staff that, you, that you'll see in it during an owner, to be honest. And some of them have come and gone, aren't they? And, and not made much of an impression. Then others kind of are able to drown out the chaos and, and, and function and do a good job. And you know, you mentioned Duel and the guy before, I thought pretty similar in, 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 in doing that role. When, when we had Paul Aldridge, he could kind of like keep things going along when all the, the madness was flying around and that. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's, it's, it's you know, um, I think we probably lost a good one there, but uh, we'll have to see who his eventual replacement would be. And uh, yeah, should should work out well for Shrewsbury. He uh, got some good experience with us, and probably can bring some good ideas to them and uh, help them kick on. I'm not going to lie, I don't know anything about what the only like? things I know about what happens behind the scenes <laughs> is what I learned when I watched Dream Team. No, that is not. <laughs> That is not the same. I don't know anything about this stuff. People get sacked and I'm like, oh, I don't know what they did. I just think that 11 blokes turn up and they play some mediocre football. So I don't know about any of that stuff. <laughs> right, well, my any other business is I've just had a quick check on transfer marks and we have at least 16 players out of contract next summer. So that's going to be very interesting, isn't it? Well, I suppose it depends what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we could have well, a, a very big overhaul of the squad. Pie. It's it, it's if you think about it, it's actually not bad business because we've got the team up last year. Yeah, we've got a at best we can consolidate. At worst, we are if we go down, it's an entire squad know. overhaul. Yeah. It's it's an entire squad overhaul. Okay. Um, <laughs> But it's going to be necessary because the players who, who realistically are the, the the team that we've got now, there's not a player. That's not fair. There's maybe three players that I'd look at and go, right, I would be upset if you left. We you know, know if, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of changes coming soon because Palmer's getting old, Bannon's getting old, Gregory's getting old, Smith's getting old, you know, Johnson's, Marv. you know what I mean, 32. Do you know, it's... It's going to be a very different squad this time next year. Anyway, we're talking crap now, just to fill time. I just um, think focus, focus on first transfer window. Get get to January and see where we are. End of season will take care of itself. But by the time we get there, we'll have a good understanding of what what's going to. Anyway, happen we're getting there. nine points at next three games. Danny will is there going to be on the rule. And have we, we got go. a prediction? Oh Let's yeah, seven nil Wednesday. 
just just phenomenal. Um, Who is this mastermind? Wonder kid. <laughs> no, 2 0. I'm going to go 2 0. I'm, I'm positive. Stephen. 1 uh, 0. Yeah, I'll go with draw. 1-0. I'll take 1-0. That's not really me being all-in, is it, if I'm going 1-0? No, yeah. I'm going to go for I'm a win. I've a German shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 1-1 is shit. <laughs> okay, fine. 1-0. We're not going to score more than one, are we? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan. <clears throat> I'm going to go for another 0-0. Nil -nil. And then see what, you know, another point. 0-0. Nil -nil. Clean sheet. But get him, get him back to Tillsborough and prepare for Rotherham a week on Sunday. All this optimism and all we could muster is some nil-nil. I, I said two-nil. Uh, well, one in ten, yeah. <laughs> don't we? Come on! Let's have the, go all in. Let's have a prediction for a win, guys. <laughs> well, right, what was your it. actual prediction? It wasn't seven-nil, yeah. was it? No, two-nil. Two-nil is my normal two prediction. <laughs> Right, we're going now because we've rambled for a good 15 minutes at the end. Bye. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.